You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? Happy Saturday night. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. I'm your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders Undercover Capes. And today, we have an amazing guest, an amazing creator. My man got a twisted mind. He has created the future Christmas classic that's going to fuck up kids for generations, I tell you. You know, but it's a blast. I love it. Who am I speaking about? It is the writer creator of Periwinkle, where we find out what makes a good off go bad, the one and only, Scott Will. What's going on, kiddo? What's How you doing? Oh man? Thanks for having me. That was now, Thanks for that intro. Damn. Yeah, but you're the big boss, bro. You have a I future Christmas that. classic right here, man. I it's going to fuck that. up kids' minds like I said on some real <laughs> shit. I mean, homie don't play around. I, I caught some <laughs> glimpses and images, and I was like, bro, my man got a twisted mind. I'm digging it. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I'm digging the Christmas spirit already, bro. You, you, you're in the spirit of the periwinkle. I got, yeah, I got the elf hat on. I'm prepared for this. He is periwinkled, folks. I can't wait. So, <laughs> so before we get into learning how the hell periwinkle came about and this whole to old crazy mad story you have let's talk about yeah. you where you from where you were raised and how did you even get into the madness of comic comic pop culture awesome yeah i'm from phoenix arizona um so we don't get many white christmases down here anymore uh ever uh i was born and raised though in wisconsin so um you know that's where my love for christmas was uh birthed uh, i've lived in missouri that's where i went to college um so yeah i've, I've been all over the united states and what did you take in college, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I majored in English writing, and then I also did film school. So, uh, so you, very... you always had the intent to kind of get into the creative space. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I always joke that, you know, when my mom was tucking me into bed as a kid, I was the one telling her uh, stories. So, yeah, I've oh, always, yeah. always had the affinity for it, yeah. Hey, mama, you're telling it wrong. Why don't you lay down and give me a minute? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, and how did you get enamored with the culture? Like, what was the first taste of it that got you saying, oh, man, I want this to be a part of my life? I've always been a big movie buff, so I honestly can't tell you which movie sparked it, but I I was watching movies as soon as I could. had a huge VHS collection as a kid. Um, Comics-wise. What's that? No, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um Comics wise, my mom, uh, she bought me like my first one from a grocery store. Mom's rock. There you go. I always that's that that's what I really wanted to kind of pinpoint. Who was that person? Because I swear, for ninety nine point nine percent, it has always been Mama Dukes that have put the yep. first comic into you know the kids' hand. So hundred percent, hundred percent. And she, the most encouraging woman in my life, um, outside of my wife, of course, but early on, my mom was the one that was encouraging me at every story I would tell. She's like, you're, you're the, you're the best writer I've ever seen. You need to keep going. So shout out to my mom. Uh, I probably shout out to a long mama, time ago. To mama yeah. W. Awesome. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. So what was your first dip? into creating something of your own, you know, and how did that feel for you to even, you know, take those steps? 
for sure. Um, like I've said, I, I, I've written since I could. I, I was uh, my first writing machine was those old brother word processors. Uh, where you oh, like, word processor. Yeah, folks, yeah. Before computers, kids, all right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it takes like three hours to print a page. So you really had to be committed to your story at that point. Uh, but yeah, I was writing short stories. I've written in every type of medium available. I've written radio plays. I've written short stories. I've written. Damn um screenplays um commercials uh all kinds of stuff in film school so i've dabbled in everything um i just never had success with anything i have a ton of books that i tried to get to publishers a desk drawer full of rejection letters a desk drawer full of rejection letters from science fiction magazine um so yeah i just kept plotting away at it really? uh, science fiction magazine i met the publisher at a uh, megacon just you know a couple no of joke months ago. yeah really? and we were chit-chatting and i approached his table and this guy i said yo explain to me what you guys do like real yeah. quick bro yeah. he had the elevator pitch done in one minute i went, after him i went to every other creator to try to do the same no one <laughs> pitched it like he did oh really yeah, I mean, he had his pitch game on the... I mean, you really got to have yeah, the pitch yeah. game on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, that... have you done conventions yet? I haven't sold any of my works yet, no. But uh, do freak with them. So that's hopefully okay. once Perry Winkle's got... done. Yeah. Practice that that elevator pitch. That's, that's an art form, goes, dude. Watch Perry Winkle. Yo, you got to get it done in those 60 sec- 30 seconds. Pop, 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 pop. Oh. In this day and age, yeah, you got like 30 seconds with TikTok on people's mind. I mean, people want it fast and they need it uh, delivered that way. So, yeah, I, I need to, it's an art form that I, I definitely need to work on. I think we all do, man. I, I got to get yeah. better. I, Mega don't take and talk yet, but when I do, bro, I'm going to be talking and taking like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'll tell you that much, bro. It's going to be a wrap. Dude, I'm such a boomer. I can't figure it out. I try, but. I, I, I dip. I, I need somebody. Give me the basic and, and I'll, run with, I'll run with it. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. cause you're a creator, so I need to see you on everything selling the awesomeness of the crazy, crazy book you created on Prairie Winkle. I need to start digging into who, who, who this motherfucker is, cause he gangster. <laughs> where, the, where did you get even inspired to, to start creating this? Oh, is this something you've had in the back of your head since the days of mama? Is it what you were putting mama to sleep back in the day with? This one wasn't one of them, no. Uh, <laughs> but I've always loved horror stories. Uh, I'm a big Richard Matheson fan. Uh, he got Ooh. me into the genre. I love uh, all his work. So I've always written horror stories, horror short stories, rather. Okay. Uh, so I love that genre. Um, I'm also a very big Christmas buff, as evident. Uh, we decorated like two weeks ago. We just love Christmas. Oh, wow. You couldn't wait, huh? We couldn't <laughs> wait. No, never could. I loved it. I loved it as a kid. I love it as an adult. Um, I'm also a huge fan of uh revenge stories uh i like to it's kind of my mo that's what i like to write that's what also what i like to uh view um so yeah i i wanted to write a christmas story forever i just didn't know my angle um so then i it just kind of sat you know i mean there's a bunch of origin stories for santa at this point uh, with claws and all that oh yeah man boom really knocked that out the park with that stuff that that one definitely was a very different look and i was like oh wow you could really look at santa as really cool not just some murderous freak like the old school 80s horror movies have it had him like santa night deli exactly (laughs) exactly yeah so um the other big players with um um you know outside of santa are the elves so i was like okay i mean you don't really see many of those besides elf with full pharaoh but that's not a murderous <laughs> rampage 
Um, I'm, I'm like, although it makes you want to go on one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it just it was just kind of I don't know serendipity, fate, whatever. All of it just kind of came together in my brain one day, and I was like, that would be cool. And like watching like uh, the prequels, uh, Star Wars prequels with Yoda jumping around like a madman. I'm like, it'd be really <laughs> cool to see like a little guy uh, just going, you know, fighting his way through these, you know normal sized people and i'm like all right let's do it let's uh let's come it up and then my mom she's from austria so as a kid she would tell me stories about krampus and how he shows oh, up at the kids oh, wow, houses she was terrorizing you with those tales as a kid <laughs> exactly yeah so cool had mom. nightmares of that guy so i was like you know he's a perfect villain i mean how you know he's horned he's evil he takes kids with him i'm like there you go so i had my villain i had my protagonist so then i just needed a story around it and here we come, Periwinkle. And how did you start building the team? You know, when you started pitching the idea, how did you get these people on board to work with you? How did you connect? What platform did you use? Because I mean, again, as an independent creator, these are things that they want to know because you have a gorgeous book, which I'll be showing a cool little presentation in a sec. But you know, let's talk about Thank the you. team building effort. Yeah, uh, I've been, uh, you know, friends with Mike Tiener. He's the uh, owner operator of Bad Bug uh, Media. Uh, I've known him since 2014. That's when I ran my first comic book, Legend of Everett Forge, on Kickstarter. Uh, it failed miserably, but he was running his comic, Dragonfly, at the same time. Uh, his was successful. So I reached out to him at that point just to see, like, uh, you know, get some pointers. Uh, then we sparked up a friendship. So then he uh, ended up making Bad Bug. And we did Undercity Tales together. Um, I wrote that one for him. And as we were doing that one, he brought up Bad Bug, how he wants to start his own brand. He's like, do you got any ideas for it? And I brought up, you know, this kind of little, you know, a story about an elf that goes on a murderous rampage. He's like, dude, call me. Oh, oh, I I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I called him. uh, We talked about it. He's like, you need to make this happen. That was back in 2019. 2020 happened. I wasn't doing much writing at all. That was just such a cluster f of a year. Why? Well, I mean, that was it because how the year was. Did you get inside your head as a creator? I mean, what happened? I did. Yeah, I work at a, a cancer hospital, so. Um, oh God bless get, you, brother. Yeah. With that type of work. Thank. You, I appreciate that. Yeah. So all that going on, and you know, the, the fear of that. Uh, just I wasn't in the mindset to do it. Uh, and I had just come off finishing Legend of Everett Forge uh, issue three, which also was a cluster F of an issue. It, we had ran into a lot of delays, oh. uh, ended up taking about a year to finally fulfill. So I, I could wow. feel that my audience was too happy with me. Uh, so I was just like, I'm going to give a little break between writing. Um, but yeah, during 2020, 2019 through 2021, Mike's been on me every month. Uh, asking me like, Hey, where, where are we at with Periwinkle? So, um, but yeah, that's how I got hooked up with him. And that's how Periwinkle finally came to be. Isn't it good to have that one person that's going to be constantly in your ears? Like, come on, kid, you oh, got yeah. this. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. Somebody that's not family too, you know, cause my wife's encouraging me. My, my mom's encouraging me like all the family are, but like to yeah. have somebody outside. And you know, you that's know. phony. They just said, yes, you can, you know, <laughs> yeah. being, being that, that, that person. I mean, we love you family and we appreciate that. For sure. Sometimes we need, we need that outside person. To tell you, you know, Hey kid, I like what you're doing. You're like, you know, exactly. It's, yeah. it's, it's like validation. Hundred percent. Not that family doesn't give us validation, but it's just it's an, it's an extra oomph to it. <laughs> yeah, know? it was. Yeah, no, I totally. It is. No, I so, completely agree. Let's take a look at this gorgeous book by the big homie right here, right? Because <laughs> like, pray we could, Let's start showing hide that. 
look at that. Look at that. Look that at gorgeous. that coloring. Who's doing the coloring, y'all, and the artwork? It's Arturo Mesa. Uh, he is doing the, the, the drawing and the art. So nice. I always compare it to what it probably felt like to maybe run into Steven Spielberg in film school because uh-huh. uh this guy the fact i got him in his his, his early years is just a stroke of luck cuz this dude's going to be he's going to be huge one day oh i i agree cuz folks i mean just look look at the pages i mean look Isn't at that, that amazing look at the detail and look at like yes. the little just hidden easter eggs and stuff i know it's a christmas book but there are easter eggs in here uh but yeah he just does the coolest little stuff he does uh, yeah. He does. And home, and home loves to drink right here. <laughs> he he, he does, yeah. He's having a rough night. He's about to have an even rougher night. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Talking about the beginning of a bad night. So this is the bat, big, big homie right here, if you will. Yeah, that's Mr. Periwinkle, the ghost of Christmas past. Um, love that shot right there with the silhouette. We yeah, really the, wanted to like yeah. lean into that horror aspect, so... And you see, I mean, you're saying that he's short, so here you would think. But if you really look at it, he's only three and a half logs tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Like you really look at it from that position, you're like, wait a minute, homie's really short. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and, and look at this, though. I mean, I, I like how the panels break up here. Who's doing your lettering? Uh, that's Dave Lentz. Uh, well, great job. Yeah, well, to yeah, the letterer, man. Extremely talented. Yeah, he did the the design, the logo, and everything. Uh, very talented guy. Very great placement of the of the bubbles. You know what I mean? Because I was speaking uh, to Janice Chang, and yeah. he was talking about bubble placement, word placement, how key and important that is. And yeah, I, homie got it. Yo. Yeah, so I, I I've seen some efforts that have just been horrendous where they put the words. It's just you know, come on, guys. Yeah, I never, I told him because we worked on Dead and Moon together, which is also from um, Bad Bug, and he was showing me the pages, and just, he shows me the flow with, like, a a line he draws, and then I'm like, dude, your art form is, like, so underappreciated, because the amount of work he put into each page and figuring out the correct flow and not to cover up art, I mean, it Mm -hmm. is, it's just... A good lettering, you won't even notice, and that's the saddest part. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, and, and I see a lot of letterers, you know, not a lot, but I see some be very vocal. It's like, damn, yo, y'all never shout us out. Like, without us, you can't read shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just pictures at that point, yeah. You know? But yeah, he's doing a killer oh, job. Man. And right? the way he emotes right here, that, see, that, that that's the true test of an artist for me. You just you see the different variations of yeah. the face. You feel me? Exactly. And, and, and then here... Yeah, but at least he's even bigger than him. Yeah, right? so you got to know he's like probably two feet at that point. Yeah, that's oh, his, yeah. and that's even his brother too. So we get super Shakespearean in this thing. Uh, that's his yeah. bro. His blood is like bro, that's his kin, bro. man. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you look <laughs> at that that third panel there, that's um, that was Arturo's touch because with that glowing red eye, and if you look at Periwinkle, he's got the blue. Yeah. Uh, just like when they're really strongly emoting, uh, you know, the color will come through their eye. So Arturo is just elevating all of my ideas to like levels I never even thought imaginable. So and one we, we, very Friday the Thirteenth yeah. right here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time we won't show you a beheading. So don't think that we're gonna try to like PG this up. You will see beheadings for all sure. All right, good. So it's a, it's a gore filled book from the sick mind. <laughs> it's very gory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and talk about this. What's this? And what's the significance here? Isn't that gorgeous? That's, yeah, uh. I love the gate. A big old snowflake, but the way it look, I mean, like a golden, oh, like, yo, this, like, you know, you're in some place special here. Yeah, and covered in blood, not to mention, too. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, that's the excuse me, that's the North Pole. So um, okay. again, I had given Arturo very, you know, I said I wanted uh, the North Pole to be built on a hill with the workshop at the top. Uh, so the guy goes and freaking designs a hill that's reminiscent of like a Christmas tree. And then to top it all off, he finds German aesthetic designs that mimic the shape of a star. And that's how he makes the workshop. Oh, gotcha. Wow. And where is he from again? <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly. I should know that by now. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure where he hails from. But the dude's, um, yeah, wow. he's he's next level. And so you can imagine what that looks like lit, you know. And, and I yeah, wanted absolutely. that to be conveyed that it's kind of Vegas, you know, when the COVID hit and Vegas had the lights off. Mm. I wanted that eeriness. Uh, so that's really what we've achieved. Yeah, not even the moon has any shine in this mother. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, you can, and it kind of creates that isolation that Periwinkle feels as well. I love these two, these panels. Um, and great. Again, I love how he works the, the, the pages of work here. Uh, yeah, you guys work on that. This great, great, great. And Merry Christmas, my ass. <laughs> right? Yeah, you could tell where it, when the, when the coup happened. Um, but yeah, that second panel was one of the first images I had in my head. I wanted this, the desolation and that emptiness, and you know how long it's, it's like been. Like a Mad Max the, type joint right here. Yeah, exactly. With the spider webs growing, so you know he's all alone. The magnitude of the North Pole in comparison to his size. It's just, it's chef's kiss, the way Arturo laid this out. Uh, the, the workshop, I'm, I'm supposing. The workshop, yeah. And again, mentioning those Easter eggs, like, you just scroll through those uh, those workbenches there. You're going to see, like, Optimus Prime. You got Baymax. You got Batman sitting there. Um, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that he's going to be injected in. Like, we really want that rereadability, so I think by inserting these little things here and there really accomplishes that. Oh, definitely. Each time you're going to find something new. 100%. Yeah, I'm still finding something. I've been, you know, religiously looking at these. You're telling me, I'll do it. Where is your There you go. (laughs) Nice. So cool. Isn't that cool? Oh, oh, that's the hit list right there? Isn't that, that, I wanted an iconic image, something that, like, was reminiscent of, like, Walking Dead issue one with that, that, uh, you know, the road going into town, road coming out, how there's no traffic going that way. I wanted something similar to that, something really iconic for the book. And the nice Nautilus came into my head on a chalkboard. And again, you, those four names that he crossed out, those were the elves involved in the coup. That oh, okay. So yeah. those were the traitorous mother efforts. Exactly. So oh, by the time wow. you know, we pick up, he's already gotten four of them. So uh, we're going to uh, pick up with the third and then we're going to okay, get into the real cool. meat and potatoes. Are we going to get a- a- any uh, back history uh, on how he, he, he murked the others outside of the one that we see in the beginning? I have a ton of prequel and sequel material that I want to get into. Um, So yeah, definitely there's a lot of lore that I want to explore with this and a lot of lore that I wasn't even familiar with until I started digging into lore, you know, in European Christmas culture, the characters that exist there beyond St. Nicholas. It's just so much. It's a deep well that I can really. Yeah, oh, I didn't sure. even I didn't even know that. So it's yeah. just, it's, it's it's a whole universe, if you will. Then oh, hundred percent. Yeah, oh, that's cool. why I got a lot to pull from. So hopefully, this book, you know, really. So pops. these elves are the actual elves and everything. Names. 
that that I took a liberty with. I yeah, was trying to find like kind of cute names. I couldn't find. I wanted to have like a theme, so to speak. Bell's so Nickel, the, there ain't no cutesy name. That, that sounds like some a weirdo. Bell's Nickel. Well, Bell's Nickel, I thankfully didn't have to make. He's <laughs> actually a, an actual character. Yeah, he, depending oh, on where you're bad. from in Europe, uh, Bell's Nickel and Krampus are actually pretty much yeah, interchangeable. Yeah, Krampus for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, where are they interchangeable? Okay. Yeah, depending, and I think like certain parts of um, what is it, Pennsylvania? Uh, I don't know if you ever watched The Office, but Dwight Schrute dresses up as Bell Snickel in one of the episodes. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's, it, it's big in the Pennsylvania Dutch uh, community, but yeah, they're right. interchangeable characters over in Europe. Um, but yeah, awesome. Love it. I love it, yo. This looks great, and, and that's just a hint of what's coming next. And that's where you go, folks, right there. You know, and you guys want to see the page? Do we want to see the page, right? Let's go take a look. Let's see it. Yeah. Oh, do you have a video? Yeah, you should check out that video. That was uh, yeah. So I'm gonna have to stop it for a minute so that way I could actually add audio. Uh, Streamyard, if you could just have me be able to share audio like instantly, that would be like the 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 greatest thing ever, right? (laughs) Right. Don't let me have to step in and out. Just be a button. Share audio now. Let's take a look. For next, let me make it. Can I make a big screen? After centuries of Christmas, we would join forces with Krampus to take control of the North Pole. Those who died that day would not come back to hunt us. It would be the one we left alive. Every year for the past three seasons, we're taking Joey on a tour of the toy sections of all the department stores. Oh, well, now, ain't that nice? Is this part of your game? No, no, I... I don't know nothing about that. Did you do that? What did they do? What are you up to now, young man? <laughs> Just a little game that Joey played on us, Mr. McNally. A game that sort of backfired. Oh, and I thought I had it planned so good. You did, Joey. You just made one mistake. Only one? What? Those notes were all in your own handwriting. The same handwriting you used in your notebook. What are you talking Now, there may be some of you who haven't yet completed your Christmas shopping. Ah, good. I was worried you would forget about me. I was afraid I'd have to use this. Come. Sorry I'm late. I'm ready. Dude, I dug the shit out of the animation. Now I want this as a cartoon, yo. 
Right. Right, right yeah. there, Blind Adam, like, this looks awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Jared killed it with that. And the funny thing is, is Jared didn't even have the script uh, when he was making that. Stop um, fucking around. No, he didn't. And then he just had the uh, those first, uh, what was it, five pages without really? dialogue on them. And so I'm glad that the art spoke enough to what was going on that he could uh, get what he got out of that. But, yeah, he killed it with that. So definitely hit him up with for videos because that dude's super talented. He did one for Dead End Moon, too. Uh, really? And uh, his name is Wrath, which is also uh, another video on our Kickstarter. Because uh, you, you can get his name is Wrath, which is a brand new IP from uh, Bad Bug. Um, on the Periwinkle Kickstarter. I know Bad Bug keeps coming up with stuff, man. They they they're busy. I want to have the whole team on because I am definitely Dude, curious awesome. to share what they what they got going because you guys are doing really good stuff. Again, indie. That's what that's we're awesome. about, right? So yeah, let, yep. Let's take a look at it. So, so is this the main cover? Yeah, we haven't dabbled in variants yet, just because I loved that cover so much. Uh, but we do have a hardcover edition. But that cover was. Again, Arturo's just, oh, he designed it to look like a Christmas tree. So from a distance, you know, you might be like, oh, yeah. what's, what's this about? Uh, but yeah, again, just gorgeous cover. Uh, gorgeous. looking mothers too. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah. And that plays in later. Uh, you'll find that the elves that left to be on Krampus's side, um, being away from the North Pole and being away from Santa, you know, it taints their soul. And then it, it goes ahead and, you know, it makes their physical appearance tainted as well. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, so you're going to get some really nasty looking so, elves in this comic. So he's Krampus, right? Yep. Is this the next guy, though? Yeah, that's Bellsnickel. Yep. Well, damn, he big. Yeah, he's a he's a bruiser uh, <laughs> for sure. He's a legendary hunter too, and uh, if you look at concept art from him, which is just superb, uh, he actually some of the furs he's wearing are the reindeer that he killed. Santa's oh reindeer. damn, he's brutal. Yeah, he wears. Yeah. Does he fly with him though? Uh, no fly. Yeah, with all okay. the with Santa dead, the magic's gone with the reindeer, so they don't fly. But uh, but yeah, if you can see the if you zoom in on Spellsnickel at all, uh, you can see the hooves hanging from his fur. It's just insane, those choices. Yeah, and then I told uh, Arturo I wanted him to have a whip because that's how, you know, the legend goes. And he elevated it again with a bone whip. Uh, So his whip's made out of, like, uh, pieces of spinal cord. So just brutal as hell, man. I love it. There goes the height comparison. So Shorty got got some some big boys to try to knock out the house. Hell yeah, yep. So yeah, Krampus, he's, he's nearing, like, seven feet with those horns, so... This looks so great. And look at this. So the pledges on the side, you know, you got tip jars and all, but 80 pages. Ooh, great number. 80. That's amazing. Yeah. 15 bucks. Fantastic. And his, wait a minute. And you get also another book. His name is Wrath on top of it. Yeah, for 30 bucks, you get physical copies of uh, His Name is Wrath and Periwinkle. I mean, it's just. And for 30, you get fizzies too. Oh, nice. And yep. digis. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's such a deal. And to get the physical and the PDF, all of that for 30 I mean, it's just, you can't beat that price. Yeah, I mean, that's the preview I showed you guys. I mean, they yep. look amazing. You can see. We can't wait. There goes Bad Bug. There goes the other title he's talking about. Uh, the, his name is Wrath. Yeah, this one's insane. It's funny because at the time, I was looking to do a mech story. I was in, I was just chatting with Mike, and uh, he's like, hey, so this is the one I'm making. And his is about a mech versus the legions of hell. 
Oh, shit. Um, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> like, I can't top that shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he took – and like, I've been fortunate enough to read the script on it. I've seen the initial art. It's a blast. Uh, uh, just action-packed. So, yeah, definitely pick that tier up if you can. Anything right there. Post apocalyptic stories like Mad Max, Conan, and Heavy Metal. I'm I'm a huge fan of just the first two. So it's like, all right, you already baited me. Yeah, yeah. You and already got, got me. A ton to explore in that world. So there's a lot more to come in for that. But yeah. Oh man, so the physical copy. Look at that bad boy. Eighty yeah, for... pages of Yuletide mayhem, folks. And we definitely want to expand that. So uh, hopefully we can hit some stretch goals because I'd love to expand on the story. Oh, story. look at that. Isn't that gorgeous? The, the oh, hard... yeah. That was my one request from Mike when we started. I'm like, there's got to be a hardcover edition of this thing. Um, oh. So we really made that a priority. It's a limited edition, too. So definitely want to get what limited the... how many. Do you have the number? Uh, I think we have it at 100 or 150 or something That's like that. Really. Um, Fire, bro. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and Dave Lentz created the logo. Um, I told him I wanted something Tim Burton-esque because uh, I'm a big Christmas uh, Nightmare, Before, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. fan. And he totally delivered on that. With that gold foil on that background, that yeah. looks just it is hot. Sexy, sexy. And this exactly. great deal for the shops, too, to pick up your book. The retail, yeah, exactly. Yep. That's a great deal. Again, you know, 80 pages, you make that bank back, you know, no problem. 100%, yeah. And look at this. Oh, man, for 100 you get all one copy of physical books all from the Bad Bug universe? It's, it's insane how, how he's doing this, yeah. Because oh, yeah, he's got the such homies. a library. Yeah. Really if you homies, need to get caught man. up, that's the tier yeah. to hit. Cause, nice. And Pocus Hocus, like, for instance, that one, yep. they're going for three already. Uh, I'm, I've written Dead End Moon 2, Undercity Tales. We're talking about getting into number two. You know, uh, nice. Black Jackets, he's working on four. I mean... It's not like these are done, you know. These issues are going to continue, so get in early on them Wonderful. for sure. Wonderful, you got the stocking stuff. But be drawn in the book. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. Hell yeah! But I and mean, we have... how are we going to get drawn in the book? Are we going to be a crowd or a victim? And that's the great thing is you get to choose. Uh, we have options because there's kids. Oh, you have um, options. Do you want, yeah, do you want to be murdered or do you just want to be cutie in the background or some shit? <laughs> yeah, because we have the kids that get kidnapped by Krampus, the naughty kids. So if you have a kid you want to punish in your life, here's a good chance. Um, we oh, have man, the... right. This is why I didn't give you any presents this year. You look at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, we have the good elves. Uh, there's elves that who didn't go with Krampus and bad elves. So if you want to draw somebody you love as a nasty looking elf, we got options for you. So you can and decide what is at this? the end. Santa sleigh. That's that's my favorite. We actually have a replica. I have one by my side here. Stop it's been lying. dubbed the Santa, no the Santa Slayer. Yeah, we have a. I built a wood can you replica. Show it? You got yeah. It? Hold on. Let me get you. Let me get you. Oh, it's, kinda, it's big. But yeah. Oh so snap. Can, you can get a, your own edition of the Slayer. It's been dubbed the Slayer because uh, it's built from – the handle is the North Pole, the literal North Pole, and the blade is the broken piece of the runner uh, from gotcha. Santa Slay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I think we probably only have like one left of that. They're going uh, – I, I was happy to see that they're being sold. But, uh, oh, but yeah. people love that type of physical collectible. That's a sweet yeah. collectible, man. And to be able to be drawn into the book along with that at a $400 – I mean, that's a really yeah. good price. So, yeah, that's the picture. Yep. 
Imagine Merry Christmas, y'all. Oh shit! <laughs> Isn't that yeah, you could hang that above your fireplace. It's a real yeah. uh, sh- yeah, showcase piece. That's great for when when you have a daughter and the boyfriend comes up for Christmas for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, yeah. some of this bad boy. Give him a message for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they purposely see them right in front of it. Like, what is that? Yeah, think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I give you a gift, all right. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, the greeting cards are fun. Uh, oh, that's we... the Merry Krampusnacht. Yeah, that's the German <laughs> Krampus night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we we didn't want to do prints. Oh, that is I think so fun. I just noticed. That yeah, isn't the ornament in this month? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Uh, that one's done by Ed Bickford. But yeah, we had said early on, we're like, we don't want to do prints. I think people are getting tired of prints. So we wanted to give them a different option. And so we thought greeting cards would be fun. Uh, Prancer's actually the last reindeer alive. Um, Belsnickel ended up killing the other seven. Wow. So she's. The, how, did he su- uh, how did Prancer survive? And are we going to get that story? Yeah, we're going to get that story. So you're going to find out more about her tenacity, so to speak. Are we going to um, get that within this volume? or like? Oh, you're going to see. Yeah, Prancer's going to go on a. Uh, a real run of uh, oh, Rampage. Right. So you're going to see, I mean, those images you see there are pretty reminiscent of what you're going to see in the oh, book. So Prancer go, get, gets all berserk like Wolverine. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she's kind of like the loyal steed to Periwinkle, so you'll see okay. him riding her and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Summer was kind enough to do two pieces for that. Um, a little less Ooh. gory and a little more gory. Those are uh, fire. Those are my favorite. By Terry Mark David, I wanted to like uh, caps, uh, you know, capture that old school Krampus postcard vibe. Um, so he did those pieces for us, and they just they look great. And they're postcards, and they come in a pack, so you can oh. send those to people you love or hate, or you can save them as print because <laughs> they're going to be print quality. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, so and some options stickers. Are yours. Awesome. Yep. And the bad boy continues. So stress goes. Perry Winkle Bingo. Yeah, that was uh, Mike and Alice Tiener's idea. Um, I love it. It's because, again, with all those hidden gems, just what we've seen in the pages created so far, you know, go back. Okay. Like, oh, I think I saw a Batman toy. So, you know, you go back oh, and you put a right. spot on the Batman toy. Um, but, yeah, it's going to oh, be fun. Oh, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's interactive. See, that's unique that I've not heard. So, very good on you. This one is going to make it, kids. I mean, let's talk about that. Where we at? Where we at? Let's go to the top. Where Oh, man, congrats. This bad boy is already, like, funded by Thanks. over a thousand. Woo-hoo! Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, we, we, we knew it would either be a success or a, a, an effing bomb. So the fact that we're funded, we're happy with. Bro, but with 20 yeah. days to go, you're 1,100 over already, like, yeah. on, on the money, 1,100. <laughs> yeah. Awesome yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. And why that number, 8008? That's also a unique number. Yeah, I think you've you've interviewed Alan Dunford on here. So if you've met the guy, you can assume what he thought of with uh, 8008. I see it. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. the old texting days on the beepers. <laughs> yeah, so that was all his idea. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Good shit, though. Exactly. You see, but with that, I guess it caught also people's attention, and they they, they catch the humor. They, they see how fun the project is. Yeah. You know, it's it's funded. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to see more of it and how many more tiers you're gonna make, bro. Folks, yeah, it's right there, like twenty days to go. But you know, let's get more happening. Let's get more popping yeah, off. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, stretch goals in mind. So if we can keep hitting it, that'd be great. 
And basically, right now, this is what from the printing, shipping, and all. Is the book ready, or, or how, what was going on? Uh, book's not ready, but Arturo's he's hammering out the pages, dudes. Okay. Lightning fast, so this book's gonna be done in no time. Um, yeah, it's to fund the art and lettering and all that. Um, Wonderful. You know, hopefully, the more we get, obviously, it can take some of the kid out of the printing and all that jazz. But, uh, but yeah. Excellent. Um, so. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. I love it, kiddo. So, any advice you want to give any future creators that are on the same particular journey as you are? You know, because look, at you, you said you, you've had some rough patches in the journey, but now look at you now with a funded book that everybody's digging. You have great energy coming, <laughs> going with it and flowing with it, which is good to see. So talk about, uh, you know, something maybe you've learned you want to share. I think the biggest thing, honestly, is just surround yourself with people who you trust and trust you and don't give up. Because I was about to give up after my first Kickstarter that bombed. I think I got like 600 bucks on a $6,000 goal. Uh, so I was just like, okay, I wrote something that people think is trash. Um, but, you know, talking to Mike, talking to people, you know, Lee Giles, who actually About Time Comics is the one that published Legend of Everett Forge. Um, you know, they're like, hey, you got something here. Like, keep going at it. So surround yourself with people who are, you know, outside of family. A family, of course, is crucial. But find yourself people outside of that who want to support you um, and just don't give up. Even if you think what you are doing isn't, you know, great, uh, you're probably wrong. It is great. It's just not reaching the right audience. So, yeah, um, yeah, just keep at it, guys, because it's, it's possible. Ain't that the truth, kiddo? Wise words, wise words. <laughs> so, you know, let me, I like to give people their files. just want to say thank you for, you know, you putting yourself out there. You see, you, you've you been through the rough past, but you, 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 you know, busted on through. You, you, you kept going and look at you now. So yeah, thank you know, you. just thank you. That. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for sharing of yourself and your story. You got a kick-ass project here, so I wish you nothing but thank you, success, man. bro. You got this, kiddo. And I can't wait to see what other sick stuff you come up with. And because <laughs> of that animation, I need to now see this in a cartoon. That one animation looked better than that recent Night of the Living Dead animated. That that, <laughs> that looked bad. I'm like, yo, this was, was like yeah. a million times like this. I want the periwinkle now to go inside that movie and chop all those motherfuckers up and show them how it's done. All right, that's let's, awesome. Let's yeah. I'll let them know. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, he he killed it. He killed it with that. Awesome. All right, brother Scott. Let me again thank you for your time tonight. I definitely appreciate it. Everybody that tuned in, thank you again. Please follow thank us you. on social right there on Twitter at, at swilk underscore smooth, and then in in the Instagram at skywalk twenty four. Please support the project. Look it up. Prairie Winkle, Thank a you. dark Christmas fantasy graphic novel. Yeah, Appreciate man, you. you're going to love it, all right? It's a stocking stuffer. Let's get it done. Hell Let's yeah. make it happen. <laughs> all right, yeah. folks? And we have a comment. What's that? Aye. Hey, Alan Scott. There's Alan. There's yeah, the, there goes Alan. the 808. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank oh. you for, for, for the boob dollars. That, that, that's that's stripper money, dollars. isn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Awesome Source, if this becomes a cartoon, I still want to be one of the voices. This is Awesome Source. Nice. He wants to be a for voice sure. already. You have, we'll you you have people up. that's yeah. auditioning. All right? Look at this. We'll make that happen. All right? Awesome, folks. Have a great night. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.